Okay, we are officially recording. Great, we're here. What's the what's the conceit of this podcast? So this is model behavior, nice. uh, and the conceit is getting an inside glimpse on the modeling and entertainment world, but really just creative people in general. Yeah, and exploring their path, where they came from, where they are, where they're headed, how they did that, what I can learn from that, and you know the kind of play on words is. It's not just model behavior in the modeling industry, it's model behavior in life, because I think being a good person and being a successful person tend to go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the rough idea. Sometimes not. Sometimes but there's not. A, but I think there's usually a ceiling. I think uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the bad, the, the monster behavior only sustains itself uh, for so, so long before. And those are like the exceptions, not the rule. I yeah, think the gen, yeah, like the yeah. 90%, you know, the 90-10 rule or the 80-20 rule is like yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the journeymen, hard workers are, it's proportional good person to good career. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. We're trying to go, we're trying to focus on that part of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Shit on everyone. If you want to go uh, listen to a bunch of murder uh, podcasts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no. You can find some um, prolific serial killers out there, but. That's not that's not what I'm interested in, <laughs> unless it is, Jeffrey. Um, but thank you for being here. I'm so excited to speak to you. This is actually a, a momentous occasion. This is the 52nd episode of this podcast. Oh, nice. So that's it represents- One year's worth. It represents one year. It took, because of COVID, a couple of years to get that one year. But I told myself that I would spend one year letting this podcast find its legs organically before I tried to promote it or you know, enhance it in any way. So- it's really special that you're here to be oh. on this uh, special day. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, we met. It's, it's funny because I just had a podcast. I was on a friend's podcast. Mike Glazer and Mary Jane Gibson have a podcast called Weed and Grub. And they interviewed me to turn the tables. And they were asking a lot about my theme park design background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is where we met. <laughs> yep. Yep. Two young bucks in LA. Yep. 10 years ago. Yeah. And I want to get into all that and and go from there to where we are now, but we have to start with the official first question of this podcast, which is, what were you up to when you were seven years old? Oh, man. Okay. When I was seven years old, I was, what is that? Like second grade? Yep. Um, I was, uh, I watched a lot of nature documentaries. I, I was terrible at sports and anything athletic. I was like, I'm, I'm six foot tall now, but I was always like the, the, like the tiny kids, like the really small, um, took me a while to shoot up. And I like chunked out and had a really few awkward years in high school. And then I just like turned into like a tall, yeah. uh, I grew at the end of high school. I was like 5'4 for most of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fun. I did not, (laughs) I was like, did not see a lot of, uh, it, it really, narrowed my career options at a young age where I'm like, oh, there's a, I can think of a million things I can't do. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, I drew a lot. Mm-hmm. I love drawing. I love dinosaurs. I loved uh, geography and watching Jeopardy and nice. uh, uh, trivia. And I think that was pretty much it. You were a kid. Yeah. You were a fucking kid. It was normal. But I'm... So you, I was a drawer too. That was yeah. like, I was an only child when I was young and my sister came along later, but I don't, as far as I can, re- like far back as I can remember, there was just a stack of paper and a tackle box full of markers next to me. And I was watching Nickelodeon and just drawing, drawing, drawing. And I don't know where it came from. I, I think I just came out of the box with that inclination and my, you know, my parents bought me this and that and I gravitated towards the, the art supplies. Do you have any idea where it came from for you? Yeah, I, I think my I, I think it was my aunt who probably I uh, so I grew up in a house with my mom for the first four years of my life. She was a single mom uh, and I lived with her and my aunt in my uh, maternal grandfather's house. And my grandma was there for a while, too. And it was like. And they were very young. Like my my youngest aunt was like 14, you, you know, and when Whoa. you're a kid, she, she's. 30 to you but like but you she's know, a teenager re- yeah a but young teenager yeah 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 and it's like some of my mom's sisters were just going off to college and i think they were very like edgy cool wanted to be hip like like you should be an artist kid uh put uh uh put put the crayons and uh markers in my hand and uh encouraged me to draw on on 
paper. And I think, I don't know. I don't know when it was, but it's like when you're a kid, like you do something like that and someone's like, hey, good job. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's uh, the dopamine hit in my brain is uh, compelling. Let me do another drawing and then you get another good job. And then all of a sudden you it becomes this like reinforcing feedback loop of uh, this is a thing that I do well or it's maybe it's a thing that I'm talented at. Um, and it must have given you joy. It wasn't no one was forcing you to practice drawing and get better at drawing. Yeah, no, it was like a it was a way to I wanted to be an architect like the whole whole yeah. time I was a kid. Uh, and it's like I would draw buildings and I would draw maps and I would draw um, roller coasters. And mm-hmm. uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It I all... was huge on graph paper. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I, my God. I, I would love design buildings and boats and things. I had no clue how they were designed. But yeah, I was like, yeah, this is how a mall that I would want to be in would go to like go to would, would look like. And I was very similar. And I used tracing paper a lot. That's how I like kind yeah. of taught myself things. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool that you had these influences that were younger and more like be an art, like not just go draw a kid, but like be an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. my, I had the flip side experience where my parents were both older because they both became doctors and they went through medical school and residency and then had me and they gave me all the access to the art supplies, but it was always, I think it was unspoken, but it's like art's not on the table. Like that's, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah, I had an yeah. uncle who's a portrait artist and all these things like, it was it was like no I'm gonna be a banker like I'm gonna make money yeah you know? yeah yeah no it's 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 wild it's uh my my aunts uh uh all like three of the aunts I was closest with married or partnered up with artists or people in the art field so mm-hmm. it's like I had enough pe- like none of them you know disrespect to them but none of them were like wildly like successful but they were they were like making a living yeah. like uh uh doing it one of them was like uh uh dressing windows for department stores in downtown chicago and one of them uh did graphic design at a newspaper and one of them uh uh built uh guitars and it's like oh cool like this is a thing that people can do and yeah. can be uh, happy. Um, and that's such an important point because I think what you see is like the the skyscraper successes, the like Damien yeah. Hurst who's selling a painting for a hundred million dollars, and you're like, those are dots. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I could never do that. <laughs> but like, the goal in art is just to make a living. Like, yeah, as with yeah. most professions, if you're an accountant, you're not like making twenty million a year. You're you're paying for a single family, and like that's great. Yeah. But I think people. They think if you don't have staggering success in acting or art or music, like then it doesn't count. Yeah. But that's not true. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's like the measure of success should be, uh, happiness. Like, Absolutely. are you f- fulfilled? And it took, it took a lot of like, uh, I'm a, I'm a huge like David Lynch fan. And there's mm. like a short documentary called the art life, uh, about him. And it's just like, he, he really lives that like like he's he's a tremendous filmmaker like one 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 of the best like does such amazing things with light and sound and color and and cinema but uh he also just loves to paint and it's like that's what like he wakes up and he has coffee and he smokes cigarettes and he just paints every day and he meditates yeah and he meditates yeah, which is he's huge. huge on that in terms yeah. of creativity he's he's very uh uh I don't know if I would call it spiritual, but yeah. he is. He's he's very. Uh, I feel like he's like connected to source yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, I read a book of his called "Catching the Big Fish." Yeah, oh, I love that. Which is about his journey with, yeah. with TM transcendental meditation, and he's like, "There's a well in you, and like yeah. you need to act, you need to dive into it." And I think he does morning and night TM meditation, and. It's pretty convincing. Pretty yeah, compelling. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've, I've, I've done uh, TM. It's a very uh, uh, wonderful uh, uh, experience. Uh, he talks about like the importance of um, uh, expanding your consciousness. Like if you have a golf ball sized window of the world your your perception of things is going to be golf ball sized mm-hmm. and if you expand that to a beach ball you're going to have a beach ball sized uh it's the goldfish effect yeah, yeah 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 it's it gets it gets 
bigger and you experience things differently and they, mm-hmm. they mean more and you're more open to um, uh, synchronicity and chance and finding things. And uh, it's, it's for someone who's like very um, uh, anxious by nature and uh you know that shows up artistically and creatively as like uh control this need to like oh everything has to be perfect and we have to figure it out and x has to lead to z and it has to be like this because that's uh comforting it's 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 like building a machine or something it's it's nice to also like just pivot and do the opposite and just find it just Mm -hmm. like you know the david lynch method of making movies is like come up with 90 ideas and when you have 90 ideas you have a movie which is like the opposite of (laughs) everything i've ever uh learned or thought but but there's something to be said for that putting in that groundwork of thinking about and developing 90 ideas that you're probably getting exponentially better ideas as you learn how to come up with ideas which yeah so there's this 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 play between buckling down and doing the work and yeah. then letting all the work do itself. Like yeah, everything you've yeah, jammed yeah. into your brain and like all the rote knowledge you've consumed, then let your brain work in the background and find that magic that like feels almost magical. Literally, no, yeah. totally. You get it's, what I'm saying? it's, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the thing too, is like also giving yourself permission to, um, to work or find out what that means to to you like i think for a long time i was really afraid that i was lazy like Mm. especially in college in that because like i other kids would work really hard and 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 i would like try to work and i would try to put in the hours but it also there were just like things that didn't like make sense to me where I'm like, I would, uh, try to draw a cartoon head and it wouldn't look like my classmates. And then I'd be like, well, fuck shit. That's not, uh, that's not going to work. Oh God, what do I do? And then you're in this like brain spiral and then you're like, okay, well maybe I'll, maybe we'll watch a YouTube video or maybe I'll do this. Like it's, it's this, um, defeatist anxiety or something that, I think comes from not understanding it. Uh, and the, and just to bring it back to the, all the David Lynch stuff is it's like this. Uh, oh, it's not about like drawing. If, if you make the game uh, about making yourself happy mm-hmm. or I'm going to draw this face in the way that's entertaining to myself and not worry about the formal rules of, animation or uh, uh, structure and learn how to entertain myself while doing it. It's very easy to get lost in work and have fun and have yeah. it be a joy. It's it's like getting back to that childhood way of doing Flow things. State, yeah. yeah. Before you're like, oh, there's a wrong, there's a wrong way to do this. Uh, oh, that feels bad. I don't, I'm scared of doing it wrong. So then I don't do anything. Um, yeah, it's color inside the lines. Don't break the rules. Yeah, here's the yeah. way it's supposed to look. But then all the people we you know praise are the rule breakers, the ground breakers, yeah, yeah. the rebels. Like, yeah. And then at the same time, it's like you know learn the rules like a pro, so you can break them like an artist. I think yeah, Picasso yeah, yeah. said that. And I know you went to Cal Arts, which is an art school here in yep, outside yep. LA, and it's like. I you took me there at one point I think for like the senior showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a naked pool and everyone does drugs and it's yeah, like yeah, super yeah, yeah, gender yeah. bending even before that kind of became vogue and it was sort of the opposite of my experience in college even though I studied fine art and I was a little jealous of your experience because <laughs> it seems like it creates an environment that is in the best interest of getting you out of your head and allowing yeah. you to create the joyful stuff. It felt safe. It felt like a a safe bubble on this hill in suburban Valencia, which is like uh, uh, about as suburban as Southern California gets. And uh, it, it felt like a safe place to experiment and to try things and yeah. to not be afraid of uh, making mistakes. And yeah. uh, I really value that especially in anything artistic, like in studios that run themselves like that, schools that function like that, 
that's I think that's what we need as creatives is just like it's okay. It's okay to try things. It's okay to like yeah push things to be different. Like that's what we need more than anything else. And on um, a big and small scale, like you're talking about drawing this head, like yeah, try something. Yeah. But also career wise, try something. Yeah. You know, we both met we were I had just moved to LA. I was twenty four. I think you were twenty five or twenty six. Yeah, yeah. We both got hired, or I transferred from Jordan to this theme park design company, and you got hired as an an, an animator or a concept artist. Yeah, I was a concept artist. Yeah, I, yeah, I would paint uh, uh, architectural elevations uh, with yeah. textures. Yeah, um, and you know, it was just like like I was new to LA. It was all wild. I was working at this like roller coaster factory, <laughs> and I worked in the model shop where me and my boss built all the physical models of the attractions. And everyone kind of came in through the garage door that was the model shop and then went to their offices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you got hired after I was there. I don't remember exactly, yeah. but every day you'd walk in and we kind of like were eyeing each other like... That dude's about my age. We both kind of wear J. Crew. And yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah, very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day you were just like, I remember it very clearly. You were just like, hey, do you want to go to lunch? <laughs> and like, I was not, I was very shy still. I was not an outgoing, like I, I would never have done that. Yeah. So yeah. I like learned from you. Like, yeah, I, I thank God you said that. Like, let's go to lunch. Yeah. I don't remember doing that. I don't remember how we started going to lunch. But, but we started we did, going yeah. and we would go... Pretty much every day, we'd go to Panda Express in the mall because yep. your dietary yep. restrictions were. Uh, I it, it was it was garbage. I yeah. only ate yeah. trash. Uh, You're like a raccoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's very comforting to me. Uh, but yeah, but we would both go to lunch and mostly complain about what we were doing and what we weren't doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you were you were doing concept art. I was building models and it was really fun and I was learning all this stuff from my boss and I really liked working with my hands. But as the novelty wore off, I was like this isn't like this isn't going to fulfill me for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And I think you had a similar feeling about you know the work you were doing. I was trying to finish the book I was writing. You were, you know, talking with some friends who were screenwriters and trying to get like little yeah. side moonlighting hustles to do yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. at a very similar time, we both found our ways out and jump shipped ship. Yeah. But there was a lot of like just sitting at lunch and the mismanagement of our company aside, we just weren't, <laughs> we just weren't where we wanted to be. No, totally. We were close, but we knew it wasn't right. And we were trying to wiggle our way out of it in a, the smartest way possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember very clearly, again, one time you, you were like, you need to, because I was like, I don't know, like, I've got this book, but like, I still always have wanted to be an actor. I hadn't done any acting or modeling, anything like that. And you you just like looked at me and you're like, you need to find this image in your head that's like laser focused about where you want to be and then just drive towards that. Put your head down and drive towards that with all you have. And as we sit here now, I'm pretty sure you've done that over the last 10 years. <laughs> Because <laughs> like you wanted to write and you, you know, you left from that company, you got a staff writing job on Gravity Falls, an animated show, and that moved into developing a movie with your good friend. And that movie just got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Best wild. animated picture. This this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we will lose to Encanto, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be fun to be there. <laughs> but you you and Mike Rianda wrote The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Yeah. Which was on Netflix. And I'm not an animation guy. And I loved that movie. I thought it was uh, fantastic. And I'm not just saying that That's... because you're my friend. Like it, the themes in it about like the robot apocalypse and our obsession with technology were just done in a very graceful, entertaining way. And it's it's such a, an accomplishment just creatively, but also like on paper, like you, you guys are nominated for an Academy Award. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's people, people, uh, will sometimes say that to me, like, uh, which also I'm not technically nominated. I'm the co-director, the, uh, the royal I, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like people say that like, Oh, I bet you never could have imagined like, uh, uh, that you'd be nominated for an Academy Award, and and it, it, I don't. I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but I'm like, oh no, like that was that was the plan. Like yeah. that was that was the goal. Like that was like since I was like a you know blue collar kid in Chicago with no connection to this world or right. no knowledge about it. Practicing like, your I speech would, in the mirror. Yeah, I would like see that on TV and be like, oh, that's like. 
that's where the cool stuff is happening. And it wasn't about the 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 celebrity or the 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 glitz or the shine of it. It was the the it was like the celebration of art. Yeah. It was like, oh, these films that aren't the Matthew Broderick Godzilla or whatever I was watching <laughs> yeah. in a in a theater with the Puff Daddy song. Over yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Sampling Led Zeppelin, Puff Daddy <laughs> yeah. stares down Godzilla in the music video. Check it out; it's delightful. Um, no, it, it was like it was like oh, that's like I want. I, I think I think it was like I want to be celebrated as an artist. Like I want to make a thing in my life worthy of this yeah. and what I'm seeing on TV. Uh, how do I, how do I do that? And uh, you know, like being nominated for an Oscar, winning an Oscar became like a tangible metric that I could measure uh, 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 success against or like, uh, uh, cause it's like, Oh, I want to be successful as an artist. What does that mean? Like, I want a paycheck of X amount of dollars or mm -hmm. I want to be uh, uh, have this many Twitter followers or, you know, like that didn't exist back then. I think it was like, I want to do something prestigious that is um, recognized. Yeah, recognized. And then the crazy thing is like, you know, like uh, the story structure of any good movie. It's like by the time you get the thing that you want, like it's not the thing that you want anymore. Yeah. Like, uh uh, uh, like, uh, like the Bonju real treasure was like pure the love. friends you made along the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, no, but but it, but in an extent, it was. It was like um, finding this like career that I really love and like collaborating with people and being able to um, uh, empower artists and push ideas through and like build a, a team and have uh, people contribute ideas and then like put them put them into a theater is like yeah. a really fun i don't know it's like being like a a, a a professional baseball coach or something um and do you think you know this has been such a long process and you've sort of arrived at this predetermined destination that's been in your brain for since you were a kid like you yeah, said yeah yeah and i on this podcast that i was recently on i was kind of outlaying my weird life story and i was like yeah i had this weird plan to like move to the middle east to work for this roller coaster company then get transferred to la and then sort of like somehow find my way into entertainment and they're like so you did it and i was like yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, along yeah, the yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Along the way, I I didn't have like a piece of paper above my computer that was like this is where we're going. Yeah. And like it felt like I lost sight of that plan so many times. Yeah. And then to look back, you're like, oh, I guess I wasn't that far off course all along. You know, there were the times where I considered, oh, am I going to do this for the rest of my life, or maybe I want to do that for the rest of my life. But I yeah, just kept yeah. coming back to like true north. No, no. There's 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 a lot of different. Uh, hats I tried out, you know, like the theme park design was like adjacent to what I wanted to do, but it wasn't quite that. And yeah. it was at a point when I had no means to do what I'm doing now. And it was like a good um, bridge mm -hmm. to that. But, uh, you know, even even writing for TV, like being a staff writer, like I, I found this um, uh, about myself, it sounds, you know, a, a, a diva ish or, or persnickety, but it's like, I, I'm, I just, I, I like, I like working on my own ideas. Like it's, it's not even that it's like, I, I find myself needing to be my own boss because I kind of have to like try things out in my own way and figure it out. And I'm now, so when I'm like, you know, uh, e even with uh, Mitchell's, like we spent five years on that. We wrote so many pages, put so much into that. Uh, at the end of the day, like it's it's about Mike's family and it mm -hmm. was his story and it was his project. And I was there to just be an idea machine to throw up options for him to pick and choose and and we're very like-minded and he's my best friend in the whole world so nine times out of ten we'd agree on things but every once in a while there'd be something where i'm like uh i wish we had done it that way or yeah. i wish we had done it the other way would that have led to a better film 
No, I don't know. Maybe not. But yeah, it just, it would have been different. It would have, you know, like, uh, felt truer to my heart or something. And I think I, that's the nice thing about like just drawing or painting is it's like, it can be exactly what you want. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, you know, I think it comes down to like expression. It's like, oh, I want to loved, hated, good, bad, whatever. Like, uh, I just want to like be honest. I just want to like say what I want to say. And, and when you're um, beholden to someone else's vision, yeah. to whatever extent, like you don't, you may get your creative touches in and get to flex that muscle, but it, the final product is not going to say whatever you want to say in the way you want to say it specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. And it's there's this inspirational quote that's like, you know, build your own dream or someone else will hire you to help build theirs. Yeah, yeah. And it sort of rings true. And the other, like, that's a, if you want to go into work and do your eight hours and, like, make your paycheck and then go home and take care of your family and that's your goal, like, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's a yeah. great mission in life. But if you're going to spend, you know, the hours and days and years it takes to create a project <laughs> Like working yeah. on a TV show or working on a feature film, like you have to have some something that keeps you going. And if yeah, that, if you yeah. need to have that expressive outlet, if you're like to have that true artist uh, inside of you that wants to show the world the way you see things, like yeah. you kind of need to be in that driver's seat. No, totally. Well, and, that, and that's that's part of me too. Now, where at, at the point I'm at in my life, where I'm like, part of me is like, I don't know, just bail out, go to Wyoming, like, and just like draw graphic novels like i'm not that good at drawing but i'm like at least it would be uh uh, my own or or there's no studio notes or expectations and maybe it'll be for an audience of one person or maybe it'll be for an audience of hundreds of thousands of people but uh it'll at least be like an honest uh uh artistic expression but i'm gonna Um, challenge you on that here because i have those thoughts too like i (laughs) i want to just like have my little cabin in the woods where I just like furiously make art and then toss it over my shoulder and someone deals with it and then brings me the returns on it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I know that's not me because like you, I've got those, I've had those stars in my eyes about the accolades, about winning the Oscar. And the person who goes and does that yeah. wasn't a 10 year old boy in Chicago wanting an Oscar. Yeah, no. So no. it's romantic and I totally understand it. But if you want it, you could do that tomorrow. Yeah, but no, you're not it's going also, to. It's also fearful. It's also <laughs> yeah. like, it's like fear based. Because uh, I think there's that part where it's like, uh, uh, you, at some point, you start to get scared of, of losing what you have and you start to get, um, uh, is, is, it's like, is that impulse to make my own work on my own terms? um a empowered decision or is it like oh i'm just afraid of like uh losing a game or something right like oh i didn't make a movie as successful as my last movie but if i had just made the thing in the cabin it would be it would be okay well it's like if if i break up with you you can't break up with me yeah yeah no i would rather quit than be fired yeah yeah yeah, no totally and that makes sense Um, but you must have to have some appreciation for the the collaborative spirit of something so big as a feature film or writing on a tv show oh my god yeah because it does create this extra thing that no one person could have created. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a thing Phil Lord, uh, who's one of our uh, amazing producers on Mitchell's, him and, and uh, Chris Miller yeah. are the epitome of good people working in Hollywood who are like at the height of their success and uh, are just fundamentally decent humans. Um, but he, he was talking about like, you know, like, Lennon, McCartney, whatever, like it's it's the seams between those people. Yeah. Like it's the the what's in between when a group of people get together and collaborate, that's the magic thing. And you can't like point to any one person or any one thing. It's it's in that like uh space between it's them. It's the connection. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with, you know, your art. I'm you know I'm a big fan of The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Yep, yep. I recently restarted reading it because I always have to go back every once in a while and fill up my cup at the well. But he talks in the very beginning about how true artistic genius, at least, comes from 
unforeseen connections. You take one thing and another thing and make yeah. a third thing that no one's ever seen before. So I'm doing that with what, you know, I'm taking the medium of food and then my perception of serial killers and creating something that like probably no one else has ever thought of. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. But like I take that little special quality I have and then you take the weird things, you combine things yeah, and then yeah. we combine those and it becomes this like fractal of like yeah, yeah, combinations yeah. that then gets infinitely intricate. Yeah. And you you like it's it's one of those things where the sum is so much greater than or the Oh no, the parts totally. Are, you know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, well no, no, yeah, but, but and I think it's it's like uh, the, my experience of making a big budget studio animated film is the exact opposite of everything I've just been saying about like uh <laughs> uh uh, uh, uh solipsistically like uh, I don't even know if that's a word, but like being in a cabin and just like having complete control because yeah. it's like Mitchell's is a product of, uh, I think that we, we did the math. It's like 680 something people. And, and another thing that we learned from Chris and Phil is, is just like inviting collaboration, inviting the contest of ideas, like good ideas come from anyone anywhere on the crew. And it's like, it's a, it's not about trying to control things or shape them into what you want to be. It's, it's a, it's about being open to, uh, uh, good ideas. And, yeah. and then if like something strikes, like having the follow through and passion to like, all right, let's do that. Let's like storyboard it really quickly. Let's write that page. Like, let's get it through edit. Let's like prove this out and get it up on screen so that we can show everyone how good of an idea this yeah. is. Um, and it's, it's about just, listening to your collaborators and, and your team. Um, yeah. You know, as this like cycle, you know, you've been working on this film for like five years or whatever it came yeah. out. It's now out for an award. It's going to kind of put some closure on the whole process. And I don't want you to go back in your head and pick, you know, the favorite of your children, but what segment of the process do you sort of find yourself being like, Oh, that was the, those are the good times. Or was it all <laughs> like harried? Was it all insane? Was it, was it all no, a joy? Yeah, I mean everything. Everything is 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 uh, uh, beautiful in uh, uh, retrospect. Yeah, type um, two fun. Yeah, yeah. They're they're you know. Uh, uh, everything sucked and everything was great. It, yeah. it was like really. It was like really hard. Like. There are moments that at the time I would go in at like 7 a.m. on a Saturday and I'd like get a donut on the way and I'd like sit down in my office to like eat this donut before me and Mike started spending the entire day writing. And then like Mike would like basically kick in my door and be like, okay, here's what we got to do today. We got to write this. We got to do this. We got to go over this, this, this. And uh, uh, I was like, oh, oh God, <laughs> it's yeah. Saturday. Yeah. But, but in retrospect, I'm like, oh, I miss that. I miss that. Yeah. Like I, I miss the frantic energy. I miss the, 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 um, I miss the the passion and the excitement and like me and Mike, like truly having no idea what we were doing, but just like, we're going to figure it out. And uh, we, we, we have strong opinions about movies and stories. Like we can do this. And then just like constantly meeting failure. <laughs> and yeah. uh, uh, what, what sticks out about that is like that singular sense of purpose. Yeah. Like, we yeah. know exactly what we're trying to do. We might have a de deadline and a budget and like all these constraints but like the goal is to create the best version of this thing to deliver against all odds to you know yeah. this audience at this time yeah yeah for this yeah, amount yeah. of money and i think that's something that's really hard to manufacture to find you know it's easy to give yourself a deadline but to give yourself a deadline that you also care about and want to do the like when you really care about something you want it to be the best and you'll drive yourself crazy like you know editing and massaging and sanding or whatever yeah, the process yeah, yeah. is and I think that's something that's maybe missing in a lot of people's lives because yeah. they don't feel like they go to work and they want to do a good job and they may be able to manufacture that um, sense of responsibility to do a good job. But at the end of the day, they're like, if if they didn't have to go in, they wouldn't go in. Yeah. You know? like, yeah but I yeah, think you yeah. would have kept you would have kept doing that. You would have kept making yeah. that film. No, <laughs> I mean, we were we were. Uh, 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 horribly underpaid, uh, <laughs> with no overtime. And, uh, but it was just, we had this like, uh, 
we had something to prove. It was about something more than the the um like the superficial elements of a job, like the 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 nine to five and the healthcare and that. It was like we we were like, oh shit, we have like a opportunity to actually make something. Like our our years at CalArts talking about uh, uh, shit talking other animated films uh, coming out from studios and being like, we would do that better. It's like, oh shit, yeah. now we actually have to do it better. It. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's yeah. try. And then, and then it's like, you know, uh, uh, lofty aspirations and uh, we, we blow smoke up each other's asses and then put something out. And then reality would be like, Oh God, no, that's a terrible script. You can't do that like that. Yeah. And then we would have to like figure it out. And it's like, it's in those, I think it's those moments that, that made the difference is the picking ourselves back up again and like finding a, a, a way forward. Um, because the, the, the ego part of it can only get you so far at mm -hmm. the end of the day. It's it. I don't know. You have to have a, you have to have a why. You have um, to have a why. And I think the reason why you look back and you think about those Saturday mornings, why it's like this love-hate thing where you're like, yeah. oh, I miss that. But also, like, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Is because all that resistance, the resistance to the work and the self-doubt and like, oh, my God, what the fuck are we doing? We're going to blow this. Like, that all melts away once you just put your head down and put the pen to paper or start yeah, typing those yeah, keys. Yeah. And, like, you find that flow state no matter how angry you are, like, and that is kind of what sets you free. Yeah. It's the, the process. And every once in a while, you're able to look up and be like, oh, look how far we've come. Yeah. Like, we have so yeah, much yeah, further yeah. to go, but then you put your head back down. And then that ego voice, that monkey mind melts away. And you're yeah. able to just like, there's nothing better than when you get lost in a project. Yeah. And you literally lose track of time. Oh yeah, no. You know, it's like it's like back, like that's the thing uh my wife Natalie will I'll be like, "Oh god." I Natalie just... was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, time. Natalie. Yeah. Uh, episode uh, uh uh I wish I knew that. I, I need a producer. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh check it out. Uh, yeah. It's in the archives. Uh join uh me on Patreon and uh uh get access to Like uh, and subscribe. Yeah. Uh no, but um uh like uh, I talk about that where I'm like I just don't think I'm like uh uh maybe I'm not as hard of a worker as I need to be and she's like well no like there's like like there there's like times where it's like I'll get lost in a project and I'll like forget to go to the bathroom and I won't feed myself and I'll be like why am I so hungry and tired and have a headache <laughs> oh it's like 3 p.m. and I just haven't ordered food shit like yeah i i think i think it uh uh and i love that like i love i <laughs> i don't like the consequences but <laughs> yeah. i love like being so uh singularly focused on something it's it's um it's incredible um and and sometimes it's it leads to good results and other times you're just like moving pixels around and it's yeah. and it's nothing but it's it's fun to try it's fun to be in that feedback loop of like thought try something no try something else yeah yes try something else wrong try something else right and you can just like be lost in that for for hours well you're lost in the present moment and yeah like, isn't that what meditation and drugs and like yeah, all these yeah, things yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. flow state like we're all trying to get to that place where my dog exists all the time she's yeah, just like yeah here i am and like, yeah. you know, my dog has no expectations and she's like in complete acceptance of everything all the time. Like she gets out of the car and she doesn't know if she's going to the vet. Or she's going for a five mile hike. She's going to her favorite park. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, cool with it. Like, I'm just going to, I'm down. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I she's just here for the party, yeah. man. And like, I think with our big brains and all our words in our head, we, we lose track of that. And we're so worried about not being where we want to be or where we need to be or where we yeah. think we should be that we're like. Dude, you're right here. Like you're right here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? and yeah. That's very. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, pseudo Venice Zen, maybe, but. <laughs> no, no. I think it's it's I I um, the older I get, the more open I am to uh, I I, I think I used to see like ha happiness as like the enemy of creation, where I'm mm. like, oh, you can't like. 
you can't write good things you or have to be tortured yeah 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 like like i think i honestly believe that like and and that was part of the 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 uh martyrdom of working those saturdays where it's like okay i am punishing myself and i don't want to be here but this is what's going to make the difference and in retrospect maybe it did maybe it didn't yeah. like me and mike talk about that still where we're like did what did that is that why the movie's good or did we just not need to do that and we could have like been happier the entire time but um uh i you know like i i'm on antidepressants because i was very depressed person (laughs) and uh, had a lot of issues with anxiety and i think it was like really fearful for a while like oh my god if i do this it's gonna like take away my creative edge or something. And I think I, I believed that it did even for a couple of years, but now I'm at a place where I'm like, Oh no, like my, I'm, I'm, I'm more creative. I'm more, I'm not Mm -hmm. operating from a place of fear constantly. I'm operating from a place of, of abundance and, and generosity and, uh, uh, feel, safer and more experimental and more daring and more all the things that lead to good creative decisions. Yeah. Um, when I think where you're kind of circling, you know, happiness is great, but happiness is like an extreme emotion. Anxiety yeah. is an extreme emotion. Contentment is like pretty tight because yeah. you, you can <laughs> yeah. be content yeah. all day. Yeah. And you might have spikes of happiness and some moments of frustration, yeah. but like that baseline, that's what I want to elevate. Yeah, I want yeah. my contentment to be like, yeah, really nice, because and you're content. Going back to all this, like when you're in the moment, you know, yeah, you're content yeah, when yeah. you're working and you're not thinking about the the looming deadlines and whatnot. You're content when you're just with your wife ordering Thai food, yeah, you know? and like yes, date night is great and all. Like you know the the where were you just in London? Like I'm sure yeah, you had yeah, some, yeah, yeah, some yeah. great spikes there, but like yeah. That's one percent of your life, if that. No, totally. Your your day to day is what you should work on elevating, right? Yeah, you know. Oh no, absolutely. And it's it's uh it's all it all feeds into each other. Like, I I think I do a better job at work. I think I do. I think I'm better at making movies. The happier I am as a person, and hopefully yeah. my current project will prove that out. That's the that's the theory and and you know there's great artists and 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 books and plays and work that's been pulled out of agony and addiction Mad and men. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know that's cool and i love that stuff but there's also <laughs> david lynch in a shed painting making <laughs> my favorite stuff uh and he just seems really content with his and, life. And do you think sort of the scale of a giant movie, you know, you hear about James Cameron being very difficult and yeah, very demanding. Yeah. And you hear a lot of stories about people being, you know, very type A, very like, oh, he's a troubled genius. And you don't hear a lot of, on the flip side, stories about like, that was a really great set. Like we like, we were up at, we were, we were wrapped at 4 p.m. every day. And like we had great, we were fed great and everyone was happy. Like yeah. you don't hear that story as much because it's not as exciting. It's not as like gossipy. Yeah, yeah. But it's, you it's think- not uh, capitalist. It's not like, oh, we, we, we uh, struggled through adversity and yeah. uh, 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 overcame and it's because of our, our our cleverness and our work ethic and everything that we got there um it's not sexy in the same it's way not sexy, that- but do you think it's necessary i'm like what i'm asking is is that a function of how these big studios operate where you just can't create the same attitude that david lynch has in his shed painting and bring it to a bigger scale like that because of budgets and deadlines no i i think i think there's i think there's uh i think there's an aspect of that like if you're making titanic like the amount of extras that you have the amount of things you have to wrangle the amount of moving pieces the amount of like you know if you're making a star wars movie like the number of cameras you have on set and the size of the crew and the just the number of people who are looking at you to make a decision Mm -hmm. it it i think it requires Clarity of communication. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, swiftness of decision making mm-hmm. or or certainty. 
of decision making. You have to be decisive. Everyone's asking you questions. Yeah, everyone's asking you questions and you just have to make good decisions, hopefully quickly, and communicate that effectively to large teams of people. And then also uh, uh, be a, a, a morale cheerleader and yeah. lead everybody. And I think sometimes elements of that get confused with like uh, just being an asshole. Yeah. Like get the fuck off my set or I'm going to tell you what to do. And, and this and look, I haven't worked on a live action set. So this is is what I've gleaned from anecdotal stories from people who have. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like. I think you like what I've again learned from Chris and Phil, like the experiences that I hear about uh, Chris and everybody who just worked on after party, like lovely and everybody was nice to each other and they made a really complex thing. Yeah very well and it just you can do all of those things and be kind and supportive to your career and not not at the sake of the final product yeah like it's yeah. not it's not necessary and that's that's kind of the answer i was hoping for because i've been on a lot of sets mostly for commercials and i've i've been you know in the background on some film sets and some yeah. big stuff but like you know even in the commercial world i've had one director in particular i was like this is like I was like, I didn't was scared to speak. Like I was scared because he oh, was just wow. he was just so hot headed and like we were, we were working with a dog and it was in, it wasn't going well and like he just wasn't handling it well. Yeah, he was barking at everyone. Not the dog. The director was barking. At everyone. <laughs> uh, the dog was chill. <laughs> the dog, dog was great. Was, dog. I would work with that dog. Again we actually any wanted day. the dog to bark and he wasn't yeah, barking. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. But and at the same time, I've been on sets where it's you know for Apple or some giant client and everyone's like, oh, it's gonna be an easy day. Like. We'll get your shot done. Like everyone's just chill. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the disconnect? Like one's an Apple commercial, one's a car commercial that's only going to be shown in Mexico. Like, yeah, is that just that dude? Like, you know, the what is it? Like, I don't know. One bad apple ruins a whole bunch, kind of thing. No, totally. I think it. I think it depends on on uh, the person and uh, their their their. Uh, childhood and entire history yeah. and how they've learned to to communicate and be taken uh, seriously and um, how they're feeling that day. But I think the 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 mandate in Hollywood should be that I don't know. I think there's enough money out there that things should be made ethically and in the way that we look at companies, like the way that like I try to support brands that uh, have ethical practices mm -hmm. and uh, uh, do as little damage possible to humans and the, the earth in the production of their products. Like I, I feel like we're entering a phase where we're going to want that out of our movies and TV shows too. And yeah. like, be like, okay, hey, that's really entertaining, and uh, nobody got abused or traumatized uh, yeah. making this. Like, I don't think there's uh, an excuse for it. But I've also never been on a set and had uh, uh, 500 people look at me for an answer. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very impossible proposition to be in control of a machine that big. Yeah, it's moving that fast. Yeah, but I think people do it with grace and. It's nice to hear that you believe it can be done. <laughs> I think so. Um, you know, speaking of projects, like, can you talk about the next project you're working on? Uh, a like, little, little bits. I don't think I can give away too many details. It's a Ninja Turtles, uh, uh, movie. We're making it with Seth Rogen, uh, and Evan Goldberg and James Weaver and the, the Point Grey team who are, uh, again, lovely people like yeah. Lord Miller, lovely people, Point Grey, lovely people. That's they, Brad Gray? What is Point Grey Brad Gray's company? No, no. it's uh, it's named after their high school that they went to in Vancouver. That's Seth uh, where Rogen Seth and, and yeah. Evan okay, yeah. Evan met. Um, and they're just like they they uh, like it seems like they don't work weekends or evenings. They they do. They're very rigorous. They're they're they they like take care of things. They're not lazy about anything. They have such a high bar for quality, but they also like. They love their wives yeah. and their families and yeah. uh, honor that for each other and give each other space to uh, do those things, especially because they do a lot of live action stuff. And it's like, oh, we're going to need you to work 12 hour days, 40 days in a row because yeah. we're going to get this done. So yeah. when we're not doing that, 
take the time off. And uh, it's been, it's, it's very different from what I'm used to and what I expected in the industry, but mm-hmm. they have a very high bar of quality and I don't yeah. think it hurts their success. I think it helps them. And I'm, if anything, it just makes the process take a little longer, right? Yeah. It just stretches yeah. it out, which, which is fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, like no one, uh, wants a, uh, uh, a good, a slightly less good thing, but uh, thank God we got it yeah. on the date that we wanted yeah. it. Like May 7th. Yeah. <laughs> like I think streaming's changed that too. It's not like, okay, we need to uh, have uh, sell this many advertisements in Q3 uh, yeah. to, to make our investors happy. It's like you can release all the episodes at once. You can release them weekly. You can release them at any time during the year. People will watch it. There's yeah. a captive audience. Like, I think the business model is is changing. Like, um, do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Wild yeah. West again of content. I mean, all these streaming platforms now are going back to like episodic releases. And I'm, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. pissed because I like binging. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to wait a week. I've got used to the, <laughs> yeah. to, to the binging. But I've also found myself like enjoying it more. Like a show like Yellow Jackets. Like I yeah. really, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much if it wasn't it's a great show, but it, it was like eventized. It's like every week it's like, yeah. Oh, what are we going to do? And then I'm thinking about it in between. I'm like, shit, what's going to happen? And it, it, it became a more, uh, rewarding, rich experience yeah. watching it. than if I had just been able to like burn. See, I it. binged it. Cause yeah. I got on the train late and I thought it was really well done. Really compelling characters. It took a while to like get, move the story forward. Yeah, I was like, what yeah, is happening yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, totally. So we'll see what happens in season two. I'm excited to watch it though. Yeah. What else are you watching? Uh, we're we're watching the new season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. which uh, which I love. We just finished uh, Pam and Tommy. Shout out to Point Grey. Uh, we're um, you watching uh, any of the scammer documentaries like. You know, oh, we like watched the Tinder tind- Swindler, yeah. Tinder 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 Swindler. Yeah, 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 that one. I think there's like a lot of like. I think there's there's some like uh, there's a lot of documentaries that get made that are about really interesting subject matter, but the they aren't particularly well made from like a filmmaking standpoint. And they're also stretched. Like this could have been two hours. Why yeah, is it eight? Yeah. Why is it 10 hours? No, totally. Like, like Tiger King is like that where it's like very fascinating characters in that, but it's not like, it's not like a well-made yeah. thing. It's not like hoop dreams or yeah. uh, uh, like Stephen James documentaries or minding the gap or. Uh, I think it's just because of the content vacuum. Yeah. They're like, we need more. We need yeah. More yeah. Tiger yeah. King. Yeah. And they're, they're, they make it a live action t- or not live action, but like a, reenactment tiger king it's, yeah yeah like, yeah there, there's like a now show that uh, it's with kate mckinnon and i was i started yeah. watching it and i was like yeah this is great but like the real thing is the same and a little better no totally <laughs> i'm like i uh it's it's this i think the story's more interesting being about um like it, it with the the holy shit factor of like oh my god this is real yeah. and when you separate from that when you fictionalize it it loses that punch. It loses and that like, jaw yeah, drop. I just quality. saw it two years ago. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah, there yeah, when yeah. we all watched it. Like, what new is this going to add? And then because it's fictional, can I believe that? Can yeah. I be yeah. invested in that? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been into all these scamming, like Tinder Swindler. There was Inventing Anna about the the fake oh, German heiress. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's the dropout, which is about the Theranos startup. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we crash, which is about, we work and they all, it all seems to be this, you know, true crime was huge. And now yeah. it's about like con artists. Yeah. And it makes yeah. you realize the bad vegan one on Netflix is wild, but it makes you realize how often this must be going on. Yeah. Where people yeah. are just getting screwed out of millions of dollars, oh, yeah. their sanity, everything else. No, totally. It's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's haunting. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Why is that a trend right now? Like, why is that? Why it's is like that a bubble that's about off? to pop, like the con yeah. artist bubble. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, why are we interested in, con artist stories i mean i think i think like those those stories 
sometimes make us feel smart, you know, like, oh shit, I wouldn't have fallen for that. Or like, oh, that wouldn't have happened to me. Uh, but, but also you're like learning, you know, yeah. you're like, mm, I'm going to pay attention when they say, oh, I forgot my credit card or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like a cautionary tale. I think there's also like a, a level of like uh crime fantasy that people have or something. Yeah. It's, it's the, 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 if I did it like, uh, like, oh, well, like, I don't know. Could I kind of like this is a realistic, grounded uh, take on that? Fascinating. Like, I have I've had that since I was a kid. Did you ever see the movie Blank Check? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I watched Blank Check, and then I got on Kid Picks on my computer, and like you know, basically Microsoft painted a check, printed out, wrote in a million dollars, like having no idea how banks. Yeah, worked. yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I did it! Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, you want to yeah, be yeah. the, you want to do the heist, you want to do the con, you want to yeah, steal the jewels. Yeah. Maybe you want to beat the system. You yeah. want to like, like there, there, I think there's like an innate human desire to, I think we, you know, know that we're living in a very unfair <laughs> world, uh, especially societally. And, uh, there's, it's like an underdog story of like, Oh, I game the system. I yeah. beat it. I, and the uh, system doesn't care about me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, um, that inventing Anna girl, she, she conned some huge bank out of like forty million dollars, but it's like, oh, those banks are insured. Good yeah. for her. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, for yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's. Are you are you like tapped into trends being on the production side and like the development side of screenplays? No, or is that not, just a natural sort of like? Yeah, no, that's that's not not so much. I'm I'm so like in singular singularly focused on this turtles movie i have no idea what's happening anywhere else well, at they take other so studios. long too animated yeah. movies take so long that yeah this i've got another year and a half on on this um and uh <laughs> we'll be playing to the buzzer uh, <laughs> um that's great man i mean i'm just always so inspired by you i've been inspired since you were brave enough to ask me to lunch. I was, in, <laughs> I was inspired when I don't, you, I don't. You quit your job slightly before I did. You know, yeah. And uh, it's amazing to see what you're doing now. Do you have any last bits of wisdom or advice for you know our our audience is just creative types? So like, yeah, don't um uh uh when it comes to following your your dreams like don't wait for permission when it comes to making art don't Mm. wait for someone to empower you to do it do it take the tools that you have and try it and it's scary it's so fucking scary it's so i i give that that's the advice i would give my young self and even if i could time machine back and say that i i wouldn't listen to it but it's like because i'm like oh well if if this isn't working towards a job or if this isn't uh, actionable like like there's no why am i doing this but it's like make what you can when you can try to find joy in in the process and uh uh it, it will open up the doors it will lead you further than trying to tick a box or yeah. or fit in the way you think you need to do like you know hiring on the turtles movie like we often hire i find myself hiring a lot of people who haven't worked before or worked in their roles before because mm-hmm. they have their own ideas yeah. there's no like just smart people creative people who you know you yeah can, i yeah. can make you into this yeah that's that's another phil lord thing where he's like we need poets like yeah. <laughs> like we have we have like teams of people that can train people to do a job in the studio way of doing it but we need yeah. the people who have like the voice and the inspiration and their own style of doing things and yeah. uh and and the marketplace proves out that that's a reliable success path like people want new things like it's like what you were saying it's like that combination of three yeah things like you want something that both feels familiar but is completely new and surprising yeah and um uh it's a fresh take on something comforting um, yeah and i think it's great advice and it's it's almost hard to like dismantle it's just like keep pushing forward creatively like you don't know which 
t- like t- tangent you're on or which vector you're on, but like it's all helping your your yeah. final destination. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and 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 stay in it. Like like keep the fight alive, and and just work as hard as you can and are able and take the opportunities and and just just keep keep going for it um <laughs> you can do it <laughs> yeah no it's 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 trite but it's true no it's um and i mean you're living proof of it yeah i i have no i i have no reason to be going to the oscars on sunday it's preposterous like no, you have if every you, reason though no but like don't if, talk like that you're my friend don't talk about my friend like that no 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 but like 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 uh if if you like you saw my childhood and and it's like this this is very like uh wild for me and i firmly believe that like if i can do it anybody can do it seriously like uh uh there's no special formula there's no secret sauce it's just like wanting it and trying really hard and 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 failing forward yeah no seriously yeah 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 it's it's the it's not like you will fail i have failed so many times everybody will fail and it's in those moments that come after the failure where you're like, well, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And that's what makes the difference. I mean, that's beautiful. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm proud to know you. I'm proud to know you. Oh, thank that's you, It's good man. to see you, man. Well, thanks again, buddy. I really appreciate it. And uh, bye, kids. Bye. Big time. One minute. Nice.